You are listening to Did You Hear? 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 The Johnson County Library Podcast. This is your Library Insider. In this episode of Did You Hear? We have some answers for you about library services during the stay at home order. We also have a report from our makers as they help take on COVID 19 by doing what they do best making. We'll also give you some tips about what to check out from our e library and we'll share some of our favorite author quotes. But first, our weekly word. Solicit, ask for or try to obtain something from someone. Welcome to another edition of Did You Hear? So Melissa, hi, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well, Home Slice, how are you? Well, guess why the weekly word is solicit. Solicit. I don't know if I want to know, Dave. I'm worried. <laughs> well, we've actually run out of weekly words. And so I don't know if you know this, but Jamal Lang records all of our weekly words for us. We have exhausted our list of weekly words. So we need to get more words for him to record. And the way we do that is through Facebook. And so if you all out there in our listening audience would please go to Facebook and give us the words that you think are most useful at this moment of time, we would appreciate that. And you will hear them on the podcast as we share them with the world. Are we allowed to solicit our listeners? I mean, we are part of the county and all. <laughs> yes. I, I guess that if it's just for cool words that we give to Jamal, then it's probably okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So how you doing? Well, I am at home with my family and our cat, and our house is small, and we have one bathroom. So um, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. How wow. are you doing? Um, I'm doing well. You know, it's it's been an adjustment, but I mean, I think it's been adjustment for everyone in the world, and I think uh, so. Yeah, I'm complaining about being in my house with my one bathroom, but. At least I know where my people are, and I know that we're all safe and healthy right now, and a lot of other people don't have that blessing. So, Yeah. As you know, we, we normally record the podcast at the Central Resource Library, and we often bring in other librarians or guests from outside, and we're sitting face-to-face. Obviously, we can't do that right now. No. no. Um, so, I have no idea what Dave looks like anymore. <laughs> well... What we do now is we're using a piece of software called Zencaster. And the reason I mention, you know, how we make the sausage is that uh, you might hear some audio warbles here or there, but um, basically what we do is we record this all online with our guests. So I think this is a good time to bring up who we're talking to this week. Are you ready for this? I am. I talked to some of these people. Who did I talk to this week? (laughs) Well, several librarians have called in with e-library tips and author quotes. So those are pretty fun and exciting. Then we did some interviews. We have talked to the internal and external communication uh, managers to get the frequently asked questions answered by official sources. 
This is where you go, ooh, ah. Ooh, <laughs> ah. I'm sorry. I was trying to figure out if the cat's chasing a bug. <laughs> That's the other part of working from home. There's a lot of distractions. <laughs> I've got, well, I've got, and, and there's shiny things all around me, so it's pretty much yeah. Well, I've got a cat that likes to unplug uh, the USB USB uh, connected devices. So you think you're charging, and then you go to grab it, and like, <laughs> no, but oh man, really? Oh my gosh, I think I just got all of this infection stuff figured out. It's the cats of the world. <laughs> it's the final phase and them taking over and they've learned how to unplug all of our electronics so that we'll be isolated and at their mercy. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Uh, so also in this episode, um, <laughs> we have, in addition to the FAQs, we talked to the folks at the Makerspace because they're working. They're actually uh, contributing uh, to the fight against COVID-19. They're you know working that? their fingers to the bone. They are working hard. They're they sewing awesome. masks and they're it, working it, on some 3D prints and yeah. yeah, they've got crazy things going on. I'm so proud yeah. of them. You're, you're going to want to hear that interview. And in addition to that, Greg Windsor stops by for some reader's advisory, but he doesn't leave, uh, he doesn't limit it to just books and audio books. He has uh, some tips all across our e-library. Greg for the win. I don't know so, if anybody out there in listener land, I wanted to loop back about something that you and I talked about on our Facebook pages just like the other day. And we recorded a whole podcast episode about e-resources. And yeah. I just discovered that we talked about one and apparently I was not paying attention because I lost my mind when I realized that we've got Acorn TV with all those oh amazing gosh. British and BBC shows. I'm pretty right. sure that I was still like in Canopy Afterglow or something because I just completely missed that. And that has made oh, my yeah. life livable. <laughs> well, actually, this is a good time to uh, tell folks, go to jokolibrary.org, main navigation on that top blue bar, e-library. You're going to want to click that and see that we have e-books, e-audiobooks, e-learning, e-magazine uh e-music yeah e-everything and if you have any <laughs> e newspapers trouble, yeah if but, you have but any what you were just talking about into, yeah well, you were I just talking give about people some tips if you have any yeah. trouble getting into any of these resources you're able to drop us an email or um, pop into our answers and we will be able to walk you through these problems yeah absolutely yeah we've got reference librarians and info specialists who have been answering emails for the last couple yeah. of weeks, and we've been helping a ton oh, yeah. of people with pin codes. So, yeah, and and the only one we left out was streaming video, which you mentioned Acorn TV. There's also Indie Flicks, but the one that I'm crazy about, oh, there's Naxos uh, Video Library, but the one that I'm crazy about is Canopy. And Canopy. for folks with kids, Canopy Kids is pretty awesome. And I yeah, got to tell you, is. my my personal experience is. I put the app onto my smart TV, and so the icon for Canopy is just right there alongside Hulu and Netflix. And so, same with Acorn. Yeah, Acorn was super easy to get up and running. I mean, like I didn't even have to tell it to import anything. I just logged in, and it already knew who I was and what I wanted to watch. Okay, well, we could go on and on about the e library, but 
Are you ready to hear what the librarians have to suggest about our e-library? Hear some of their author quotes. Hear the Makerspace uh, interview along with Reader's Advisory and our FAQs? I cannot wait. Then let's do it right now. Stay safe, everyone. Hi, my name is Cheryl Moray-Young, and I'm a clerk at the Gardner, Edgerton, and Spring Hill branches. And I'd like to tell you about an e-library service that I found recently, and it is fantastic. If you go to e-library and under our tabs and click on e-magazines, you can go in there and download so many magazines into your library, and you can flip through them. You can read it during using the text feature. It never expires. It never goes away, and you can always find so many magazines to choose from. And I just really love this service based on the fact that we all are trying to shelter in place, and I still feel like I can browse the magazine rack. Have a good day. Bet. I am an IS at Monticello, and I uh, have been loving Acorn TV, which we can watch for free through the library, and um, just recently watched all of the Jack Irish, um, which is an Australian crime show that wonderfully blends, like, grim crime drama with humor. And it's one of those shows that you care just as much about the side characters as you do the main characters. Um, and I actually, they're based on books, and I now want to read the books because I know that if the characters come off this great on screen, they have to be even more wonderful in the books. So hope you enjoy. Hi, my name is Bree Hansen, and my title today is 101 Job Interview Questions You'll Never Fear Again. I work for the uh, at the Blue Valley Library, and this author is by James Reed. I'm an information specialist. And um, after looking at this book and listening to the narrator, which speaks British, you just can't help but stay tuned in, the, in this um, downloadable audio book to learn the secrets to excelling at job interviews. Um, it talks about top interviewers and the recruiters, um, what questions that they're going to ask, um, what you, should you say, and all the valuable information when you go to a job interview. So this is a great downloadable audio book. Enjoy. Okay, so now we are going to talk about FAQs, COVID-19 related FAQs. And so to do that, we've brought in our internal communication manager and our external communication manager. Let's go to the introductions. Uh, our internal communication manager is Laura Hunt. Hi, Laura. Hi, Dave. And our external communication manager is Alyssa Andre. Hi, how's it going? It's going pretty well. So um, I know that all of this has caught us off guard, but I feel like we've done a really good job responding. And one way that we've done that is at the top of our webpage, jocolibrary.org, we have an alert. And if you follow the text there, you'll see that there is a link to our FAQ section. And so I want to make sure people are aware of that. 
But beyond that, I know that people have questions. And so let's go ahead and jump into some of those, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So we've had some folks wonder why we just don't have curb service the way restaurants do. Is there a reason behind that? So our concern when we closed the library was just not knowing how the virus would transmit, um, especially on different surface materials like paper, cardboard, um, the plastic that is on the books. And so in order to make sure that our patrons were safe, our staff was safe when they're handling the books, uh, we just decided to suspend those services. We know that it's hard for people to go without their books, and we are seeing if there's any possible way that you know we can get anything to people. Um, but right now, that's going to be our e-library. That's your safest bet. You know, uh, it, it seems like it's been the same question, but asked in a lot of different ways. So why no holds? Why not a makeshift tent outside in the um, in the parking lot? Um, Mm -hmm. Why no curbside delivery? Or why not the drive-up windows? And so I wonder about that one. Is that a little different answer or the same thing? I think it's the same thing. Sorry, this is Laura. Um, I think that, you know, unlike food takeout or grocery pickup, you take those items home and you keep them. And in the case of the library, if we were giving out books, we would then be taking them back as well. And so that means that we're circulating materials. We're not just giving things to people and having them take them home and keep them. And I think that's a bit of a difference. Sure. And so based on our uh, FAQ page, what are some of the most important ones that you have? I I can look at that and, um, you know, um, I, I know that people are worried about late fees. No late fees, right? Correct. See, late fees are not accruing starting the, the of the day we closed, uh, which was March 15th. So we cut off the system on that day. So no late fees will accrue for anything due after March 15th. Um, we have bumped up due dates. Uh, there will be absolutely nothing due until, at minimum, April 30th. Mm-hmm. Very good. And and so you can get an e-card online. You would do that through our e-library. Um, does that give you full access? Well, your e-card will give you access to any of our online resources. And so there's no verification needed for that. You just need to have a Johnson County address. So if you go to our website, it's at um, ecard.jocolibrary.org. You can get started with that. And then you will have access to all of our um e-books, e-audiobooks, e-newspapers immediately, and all of our research resources. The e-library is always open. That is true. So that's, that's great. Um, so once again, the uh, library ma- uh, material due dates, they've changed, right? Correct. Okay. We've gotten yeah. a lot of questions from people who, who want to return their books because they are concerned about it, um, about getting fines, but we have our book drops closed right now, so you will absolutely not get fines. And of course, when we reopen, we will work with you to figure out, you know, when things were due. If you, if there's any issues with your account, you can always just let us know. Right. And so to remind folks again, if they want to read through uh, all of our uh, FAQ information, they can go to jocolibrary.org. Uh, and that is in our alert at the top. There's a link to our FAQ section. And once again, the e-library is always open. Do you all have a favorite portion of the e-library? 
I really like the e-newspapers. You can mm. get um, Shawnee Mission Post, New York Times, all kinds of great stuff there. Ah, oh, Laura, you stole mine. I was going to say that as oh. well. Well, you know, uh, we're, we're writers. <laughs> I did actually about the special edition of Ancestry. Um, it's oh, a yes. which they normally only allow you to use in libraries, but they've made it available for patrons to use from the comfort of their home through the end of April. Um, so that allows you to search uh, most of the functionality that you'd have on Ancestry.com. And, you know, it's always fun to go digging around in your family history. So I'm pretty mm -hmm. excited to, to dive into that this weekend. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and being part of this podcast. Um, stay safe, and we will talk to you very soon. Thanks, Thanks Dave. Dave. as well. So uh, we are talking to Makerspace facilitator, Angelica. Hi, Angelica. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you doing? Doing, doing all right. Melissa, oh, are you there? We can answer, can't we can answer, can't we? Yeah, I'm here. I'm great. <laughs> I'm far away from you guys. Yeah, awesome. Well, that seems to be the case for all of us. And uh, all of us at the library are carrying on with our work at home, which you might think is almost impossible to do as a makerspace facilitator because you guys are normally helping patrons uh, use the equipment, but you all are putting your equipment to really good use. So Angelica, can you tell us about some of the things you've been working on? And then maybe we'll talk about some of the things uh, your coworkers have been working on. Sure. Um, I have a sewing machine at home that I was given to by my mom when I was like 16. And I noticed that uh, we needed the frontline health professionals. Um, last options would be uh, using cloth masks to cover the N95 mask. Um, so I have been sewing up um, masks that I found patterns online for. And so that's what I have been working on. Neat. So how do you make these masks? What, what are the materials you're using? Um, so it, we're using 100% cotton. Um, so some uh, materials that you can use would be um, old t-shirts for the filter part on the backside that's closer to the face. Um, and then just elastic bands, like quarter inch elastic straps. Neat. And uh, so I, I want to tell people that um, if you go to our website, jocolibrary.org, and you'll see our main feature, and you can always click the Our Stories button. That'll take you to other stories. And voila, there you are. If people want to take a look at... Uh, you with your masks and uh the title of the article is healthcare mask wanted and so do you know much about like uh what other people out in the community are, are doing um i know that there is a, like this whole um movement that's going on with makers creating cloth masks um around basically the world um for health profession health professionals um and uh, in the photo, I have, I'm wearing two different patterns that we um, have shared the link for the tutorial or the, um, the actual instructions on how to create them. So one of them is the foo mask and the other one is a surgical mask. Um, and in the instructions, they do ask for um, using it, 
specifies using reusable shopping totes, but you can also use 100% ah. cotton in that, um, which the surgical mask works a little bit um, better because if it could fit over. I mean, the it sounds. End. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I thought oh. you cut out there for a moment. <clears throat> um, the surgical mask fits over the N95, so then it prolongs the life of the original N95 mask for the healthcare ah. worker. Um, and then they could take okay. that home, the mat, the cloth mask, and wash it um, at home, and then reuse. I see. Keep reusing it because that's what, um, unfortunately, it's come down to is reusing your pre-existing N95 mask. Can you tell us how you came to find those patterns? Like, how did you know that those were good ones to use? Um, actually, Brian found the surgical mask, and I read more about the fact that it could be reusable, and you can take it off and wash it, um, and then place it over the pre-existing N95 mask. So, um, and then there's also, like, a Facebook group that's going on <clears throat> of all these makers or women who are um, creating different patterns. Um, so um, I've kind of just been researching in that way. Yeah. And so anyone that's listening out there, you know, you can uh, go to the website, read this article, and we've got the resources there if you would like to make masks on your own. And then completed masks can be dropped off at the Johnson County Medac station. Uh, at 205 East Flaming Road in Olathe. And it's kind of a really neat way for you to get involved, right? Yes, that's correct. Hey, so I think Brian Ortel has joined us. Brian, are you there? I am here, I hope. Hey, so Brian, what what are you doing at home these days um, as a makerspace facilitator? Uh, I have also been sewing masks, um, and I have employed my wife to help as well, so... We are sewing masks, and I'm also researching um, ways to create other personal protective equipment uh, for healthcare workers. Uh, one we're currently printing is a, a face shield. Uh, so it's a 3D printed headband that would hold a clear acrylic sheet to um, prevent spatter and sneezes to get um, – it's a shield for, for a face. Um, so we are currently printing one of those and prototyping those to see if those would be feasible to give to healthcare workers. That is really awesome. I think that's just such a great way for librarians to get involved in this COVID-19 fight. Um, did I hear you were also 3, 3D printing ventilator parts? Uh, we are not. Um, there are There is a... A design group that has they have access to a selective lasering centering printer that has the ability to print um, medical grade parts. The machines we have are, uh, you know, printing with uh, layers of plastic and have some porosity, so they would not be completely um, medical grade. They're they're going to have uh, areas where bacteria and viruses can hide. So. We are not printing gotcha. ventilation parts at the moment. Um, right. We don't, don't have the machines that can do that. We are investigating printing other um, things besides face masks. Like maybe uh, there are designs out there for ventilation splitters to allow multiple patients to, to use one ventilator. Um, and we're keeping eyes out for other ways we can help. Very that cool. Is really well, it's great. good to know that our that our printers and our sewing machines and our equipment is being used for the greater good, if you will. I know that 
a lot of patrons were writing in um, to the to the reference librarians who were doing answers in the last two weeks, asking about what was going on with that equipment and what, you know, if people could get in to use it. And we were like, no, we've got our makers already on tap. Very yeah. good. Well, hey, we need to wrap this up, but I want to say thank you very much for the update, and we'll be back in touch in the very near future. In the meantime, please stay safe. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Thanks, Melissa. All right, so for this segment, we have Reader's Advisory Librarian, Greg Windsor. Greg, how you doing? Dave, how's it going? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Oh, uh, well, uh, so you're you're adjusting to uh, work at home and all of that? I am. Um, uh, like many of uh, the listeners, I am at home with two small children, and my reading oh my. time is not quite my own. Also, my internet bandwidth gets taken over sometimes, so if I do fade out, that's probably the reason why. Well, I know that so many patrons are missing the library, and they really want to access good stuff. And so mm -hmm. that's why we brought you on, because we do have the e-library. So what tips and tricks do you have to offer our patrons? Well, absolutely. First of all, um, the the ebook section is can can be accessed either through our website at jocolibrary.org slash ebooks. Also, you can download an app for your Apple or Android devices. Just go to your app store and look for Axis 360, A-X-I-S 360. That's a free app that you download onto your phone. Log in with your Johnson County Library card number and your PIN, and uh, thousands of ebooks and e-audiobooks are available for download. And um, it's fabulous. The If you've if you've maybe done ebooks or e-audiobooks in the past and maybe it's been a while, you may have to delete the app and then reinstall it. 95% sure. of the, the problems we get whenever patrons ask and they're saying they're having problems logging in, delete the app, reinstall, it'll get the newest, shiniest version of the app and that'll usually get you going there. And so if anybody has trouble, they can contact our answers, right? Or Absolutely. telephone reference? Okay. Yes, yes. They're working on getting a TREF backup, but uh, the answer is okay. on our front page, just jocolibrary.org. Scroll to the bottom. You'll see a little bar there where you can type in your questions, and librarians and staff are there to help you out. Yeah, very good. And so uh, what are some of uh, – you, you have some suggestions, I take it, for our e-library. I do. I do, but um, I do want to say one important thing that during this kind of this very stressful time, I think for a lot of us, the in the inclination we have is like, oh, this is going to be a great time to read, you know, to, to really catch up on all these books and all these things that maybe we've thought about reading and maybe just haven't had the chance to, and now this is your chance, right? But going through okay. this kind of big process, it's okay not to read. If you need to get your um, your mind right by, you know, watching, you know, streaming shows or listening to podcasts sure. or doing, you know, act, doing whatever you need to do to get through your day, um, maybe right. settling down in front of like a giant, you know, tome of literary fiction may not be your thing. Maybe something that's, well, maybe that's something that's a little quicker or a little more genre might be more your thing. Um, sure. Mm -hmm. uh, I would. Well, and I. I I've got to say that, you know, um, I I find that just having a variety of different things that capture my interests um, 
that that's really helped out a bunch. And we've got a lot of different things available in our e-library, not just e-books, but mm-hmm. e-audiobooks. If you want to learn something, if you want to peruse a magazine, you want to listen to music, mm-hmm. newspapers, and then streaming video. There's uh, uh, Canopy and, and Acorn TV are just fantastic. Acorn for my, my household, uh, my wife loves the, uh, the British, uh, procedural shows, um, like, uh-huh. the, like, the, like Foil's War and Midsummer Murders. Those are, that Acorn is fabulous for that. Um, yeah. again, accessible with your library card through your streaming devices. Um, but if you are uh, at home and looking for something good and accessible and fun and to really kind of get your mind off things, bless you. Um, I would, I I would recommend there's three genres I'd absolutely recommend, um, uh, fantasy, um, romance and thrillers. These are, uh, three, uh, genres whose kind of their job is to kind of get their hooks in you early. So it doesn't take a whole lot of setup. You could really open up page one and just jump in and get it going. Um, if you, uh, Dave, are you a sci-fi fan, by the way? Sure. sure. Yes. Have you ever read Martha Wells? Um, no, no. She's fabulous. She writes, uh, the reason why I really like to recommend her is that she writes kind of novellas, not quite, you know, mainstream, big, thick books. She writes kind of more short 200 page um, uh, novels. And she writes something called the Murder Bot series. And this is a okay. far flung future. The main character is a uh, uh, artificial intelligence robot in a kind of a, a corporate kind of world where AIs are kind of illegal or at least very um, reined in, very uh, tightly regulated. But this one particular one figures out how to make itself free and decides to work for humans and tries to kind of make its own way in this big multi, you know, uh, ethnic and uh, racial universe. And so, um, but this AI is very, um, sarcastic and darkly funny, and it really okay. wants to be left alone and watch reality TV shows. But you now, with that aside, it's really smart and really fun. So, um, if you ever want to give that a shot, Martha Wells' The Murderbot series, the first one is called All Systems Red. They're wonderfully readable, and they're darkly funny, and uh, they'll scratch that intellectual sci fi itch that you might have. Okay. And uh, for mystery is another good one that I would uh, uh, recommend. Mysteries really kind of immerse people in kind of a different uh, different locale. Um, you can kind of go police procedural, something like a Michael Connelly. Um, mm. I like kind of uh, historical fiction, maybe a little bit of uh, mis- a little bit of literary fiction there to really kind of sink your teeth in. Lou Burney, B E R N E Y. Uh, writes a book called The Long and Far Away God. It came out several years ago, but it's won several um, several awards. As if you like, you know, Dennis Lehane or The Wire, those types of things, uh, dark and uh, probing, but really, really accessible and grounded. That's going to be a good recommendation for you as well. Very good. Uh, so, uh, any other genre recommendations? Well, f- I mentioned fantasy. Um, I, uh, now, there's an author named Robert Jordan. He's uh, he's done writing his series. He's uh, since passed away, but I mention him because his uh, uh, the 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 Wheel of Time series has been picked up by Amazon Studios, and they're actually shooting this. It's going to be the next kind of. Uh, the next Lord of the Rings or the next Game of Thrones style big budget fantasy production. So if you really? want to jump, if you want to jump ahead of the game, you can go back and read these books. So whenever the show does come out, you can kind of, you know, uh, elbow your friends and say, "Hey, listen, I was into this before anybody else was." It's, uh, the first one is called "The Eye of the World," 
and the series is Eye called the, the yeah the series is called the wheel of time it's big sprawling epic fantasy it's uh, great and uh, wonderful and really immersive anything else um you know i'm gonna leave you with uh, one last one another fantasy novel a novelist um nk jemison i'll spell that last name j-e-m-i-s-i-n she uh has really stormed the fantasy science fiction world and has won pretty much every award that you can possibly get uh they're gonna have to invent new awards for her to win because she's won them all but she uh, writes really wonderfully enriching fantasy and science fiction world so if you're ever looking at yourself and you want to be challenged if you really want to kind of uh, sink into uh, another fa- a really well thought out fantasy world, Jemison is going to be absolutely up your alley. Well, Greg, thank you so much for taking some time to uh, talk over the internet. And uh, uh, I hope you and your family are happy and everybody is healthy and staying safe. Absolutely. You as well. And hope that uh, the best of luck and the best of health to all of our patrons out there listening. You guys are the ones that keep us going. And uh, keep sending in your questions. Uh, every Friday, I'm on Facebook, uh, on the, the uh, library's Facebook page, recommending books. So uh, if you want to drop by and say hi, please do. Well said. Take care, Greg. All right. Thank you, Dave. Have a good one. Hi, my name is Vanessa Thomas. I'm a page at the Oak Park Library. My author today is Thich Nhat Hanh. He is a Buddhist monk and founder of the Plum Village Monastery. This quote is from a book, The Mindfulness, The Miracle of Mindfulness, An Introduction to the Practice of Meditation. People usually consider walking on water or in thin air a miracle. But I think the real miracle is not to walk either on water or in thin air, but to walk on earth. Every day we are engaged in a miracle which we don't even recognize. A blue sky, white clouds, green leaves, the black, curious eyes of a child, our own two eyes, all is a miracle. Hi, this is Stephanie at Oak Park Branch Library. I'm an information specialist, and I'm here to recommend Acorn TV's Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries and also the film The Crypt of Tears. Set in the 1930s, Melbourne, Australia, it is the perfect escape from everything that's going on right now. And it's just hilarious, delightful, and it's about a woman kicking butt who's still not afraid to fall in love and have a good time. Thanks. Hi, I'm Angelica Rice, the children's librarian at the Oak Park Library. I just finished listening to an e-audiobook titled Miles Morales, the Spider-Man by Jason Reynolds. It's a teen fantasy. Miles is an honest and cool kid Someone very personable and relatable from Brooklyn. And yes, he has a superpower. He's Spider-Man. I'd like to read you a paragraph from the beginning of the book. Miles was suspended for having to pee. Well, for saying he had to pee. After his history teacher, Mr. Chamberlain, said no, Miles begged. And once Mr. Chamberlain said no again, Miles left. So he was actually suspended for leaving the class. But here's the thing. Miles didn't really have to pee. And no, he didn't have to do that either. Miles had to rescue someone. Now, 
I'm originally from Russia, and for me, the unsurpassable value in listening to the actor Guy Lockhart narrating the book is enjoying his authentic Brooklyn accent. Instead of listening to my authentic Russian accent while reading the paper version of the book, Lockhart is a superb narrator who masterfully impersonates different characters and truly gives the book the voice. If you're in the mood for a superhero coming-of-age story with some deep exploration of our time and bias, give this book a try. Miles Morales, The Spider-Man by Jason Reynolds. Hi, this is Tiffany Rennie, and I am a youth service specialist at Blue Valley Library. And the e-resource that I am wanting to introduce today is called Culturegrams. It is this great resource that allows you to explore different countries without leaving the comforts of home. It tells you the history about the um, country. It gives you population and geography details. It tells you a ton of information about the different cultures that live in that country. And it has all these amazing pictures of people going about their daily lives. So I love Culturegrams. It's a really great resource. It would be especially good to be used um, for homeschooling while you have your kids at home uh, to teach them about the world that they can't go out and see right now. Thanks so much. Hi, I'm Jess, an information specialist at Blue Valley Library. While I've been at home, I've been really enjoying our collection of e-magazines. Some great titles I've flipped through are Mindful Magazine to get some tips on how to handle stress and anxiety, which many of us are feeling right now. Bone Appetit to get some recipe ideas now that I have more time for kitchen adventures. And National Geographic to daydream about traveling to places outside my house. With your library card, you have access to all of these titles and many more. Just head to our website and you'll find e-magazines under the e-library tab on our homepage. Happy browsing! Hi, this is Melody Kenneman, and I am the Incarcerated Services Librarian. And my quote is by Randall Horton from his memoir called Hook, a memoir. Sometimes we need to be taken out of the real world to realize what we need to do when we get back out there. Hi, this is Jessica Jansen. I'm a Youth Information Specialist at the Lenexa City Center Library. I would recommend the e-audiobook, Josh and Hazel's Guide to Not Dating by Christina Lauren. Hi, David. This is Michelle Horton from the Lenexa City Center branch. And I just wanted to call in and tell you how much I love, love, love the library's uh, Acorn TV screening service through RB Digital. Digital. It is fabulous. Um, I love all the stuff on there, but especially uh, they have the world premiere of the new Miss Fisher and the Crypt of Tears movie. Um, it is perfect for all those um, Miss Fisher fans out there. And on another note, the series is based on uh, a set of books from Carrie, uh, author Carrie Greenwood. Um, so I just really love this service through the library. Hope that helps. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Miss Emily from Monticello Library. I would like to encourage you to use our genealogy resources at jocolibrary.org. There are lots of good resources on there. I suggest you check out Family Search. You can create your own family tree and connect with other family trees to learn more about you and your family. 
Hi, my name is Bree Hansen. I'm an information specialist at the Johnson County Library, Blue Valley Neighborhood Library Branch. And my quote, the author is James Austin, um, author of Pride and Prejudice. And my quote is, I declare after all, there is no enjoyment like reading. Thank you. Hey, this is Becky Carlton. I am a youth information specialist at the Oak Park Library. And one of my favorite author quotes is this by David Sedaris. I think it's important to read with a generous spirit. If you're going to pick up a book and say, I'll never be that good, well, it's not about you. Just celebrate the fact that anyone's that good. When I read something great, I know I'll never be that good, but the fact that anyone can be that good is beautiful to me. For more episodes of Did You Hear, go to the Johnson County Library website, jocolibrary.org slash didyouhear. Please, stay safe, everyone. <laughs>